Through all the fame, you know I stay true. Pray my niggas stay free. Made a few mistakes, but this ain't where I wanna be. Before I'm judged by 12, put a 12 on my feet. Told my niggas I need you. Stay up, I know these times ain't true. Real life was free. In the land of the free where the blacks enslave. Three fifths of a man, I believe's the phrase. I'm 50% of Duce and it's debt free, yeah. 100% of Ace of Spade, worth half a beat. Boom. Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. 100% of title to bust it up with my cheese. Uh, smokes my niggas won't ever work together. You run a checker, but they never give you leverage. No red hat, don't Michael and Prince me, and yay. They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA. Uh, I ain't one of these house niggas you bought. My house like a resort. My house bigger than yours, my spot. Come on, man. You. Mbamute face. Meek Millie face. What is up? What's happening? What is happening? I'm glad you got this verse. I mean, it's only fair. Uh, Your song selection has always been very shaky, baby. It's it's only fair. Yeah, it, it only made sense to me. Swear to God, this is off the head. First off, I don't believe it was off the head, but and that's what you he's don't. telling me. Not the whole thing. I mean, don't 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 do that. Don't start it that way. Don't you do that. I mean, don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. You're like Jay Z fan girl. Don't you do that. I and believe. You're telling me he's saying something that you don't believe. Well, he said a bunch of stuff that I think is questionable. My, mainly the whole 92 bricks thing. No, and, oh, go go in. Tell me about this. The 92 bricks thing, yeah. I don't believe he lost 92 bricks, man. How could you not believe that? What, why you, is that not believable? Do you know how much 92 bricks is and what the cartel or your connect would do to you for 92 bricks being lost? What do you say you had A1 credit and you got it right back? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot of pesos and dinero to. Anyway, what's free? What is free? That nigga was educating y'all on something that I felt like he wanted to tell y'all in a different way, but he needed y'all to hear it, and the only way y'all hear him is through music. So, yeah. What do you think about that? Like he drops a lot of gems in his music. But other than that, you don't really hear from Jay. That's like, how he's been his whole career. Like, yeah, he whatever really he wants do, to say. He really doesn't do interviews and stuff like that. Like, he did the New York Times thing, which I think was a powerful interview. But, like, that's here and there. All his interviews are very surface. When he does, when he gives you music, um, it's always deeper than what you're going to get in the interview. As a matter of fact, if you ask him about what he says in an interview, he'll be like, oh, it's already on a song. Like, I said everything I had to say on a song. I remember when... Yeah, um, but do you, like, as a fan, do, can you appreciate that, or do you appreciate that, or do that, does that make you upset for somebody with the status and the power and the resources as a Sean Carter only drops no. gems in a song? No, and the reason why not, because we said it before, when we were talking about... Uh, if I have to record every time I give, every time I do something, then it lessens the value of what I'm doing. If I can do it and nobody knows about it, and then you hear me say, or me uh, weeks or months later or years later, me, me saying 
what I've done in music, but you see the residuals of what I'm saying, yeah, I'm 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 cool with that. Problem is, like artists are too um they're too accessible these days. Like before, you wouldn't hear like you wouldn't have Michael or Prince like going back and forth with fans over lyrics or um humanitarian things that they've done like now it's like everybody has a Twitter, everybody has an Instagram, everybody has a Facebook and you hear from artists more than you ever had before and nah I'm I'm, I'm okay. Cause then you got artists like J. Cole who you don't ever hear J. Cole. Yeah but you see J. Cole. You see J. Cole just as much as you see J. That's that's that 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 can be argued down. Like J. J. Cole is way more visible on the activist side, um, on the giving back side, way more visible. Now I don't know what behind the scenes if you know Jay's probably dropping more money or Jay's probably dropping more influence. Now, I don't know, but visibly we saw J. Cole out there in the marches, like. J. Cole is way more visible on that side than, than Jay-Z. You see Cole, and when I say you see him, he, he did the, um, yeah, you, you saw him march um, when Mike Brown got shot. Jay was with Trayvon's parents. Like, so, yeah. it's a toss-up. I, I, I say you see them about the same, like, you see Cole when it's music time, and if it's activist or whatever he's doing, you see it. Um, but after that, like both of them wore the Kaepernick jersey, both of them verbally expressed how they stood with Kaepernick. Like, yeah, yeah, heard you, heard you. Um, what do you think about the gems and what's free? What do you think about the what's free verse? I, I I think it's typical Jay. Typical. Like, yeah. Like, is this like a certain arrogance behind it? Like, of course, like, we don't know Jay personally, but people who do, they always speak about him as, like, having this presence of, like, arrogance and cockiness and he'll crack on you and because it's like Jay so like what are you gonna like what is what's gonna be your clap back to Jay-Z so the verse to me came off as like here I am sitting up high you peasants down below and let me tell y'all oh my god let me let me tell y'all let me let me, <clears throat> let me spit game so y'all can catch up don't follow me follow my moves let me let me tell you how to do it and I mean, he's it's almost flawless if you ask me. Like I ain't mad at it, but it's just to me, it's just like typical Jay Z talking that elitist rapper <laughs> stuff. You know what the you know what's crazy in what you're saying? Um, his whole career, reasonable doubt. Um, the thing was, he came off so nonchalant about what he was doing like he was the drug dealer that wasn't abrasive but cool laid back like that was the the allure of I'm gonna say Jay-Z not Sean Carter but Jay-Z was that 
he was so cool in what he was doing and what he was saying. Like that, that's always been the allure. So, and what you're saying now is typical Jay. Uh, I'm I'm speaking on it from up here. Like y'all catch up. Like I was listening to see if he was going to say something off the wall, so I would have ended the podcast like right now and been like, all right. But you didn't say nothing that was crazy. That's like that's typical Jay. I want to say like. He was never a yeller. He was never like it was always, yeah, soft spoken, yeah. braggadocious. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm is, is, it, I is it one of your it. favorite Jay verses as a as a fan girl, as a Jay Z fan girl? Uh, I'm not a fan girl. Uh, okay. Say what it is correct. I am a fan, and that's just that. Fan girl. Uh, Same thing. Yeah, it's it's up there. If I'm Meek, though, I'm not putting that song out. And the reason why I'm not putting it out... <laughs> the reason why I'm not putting it out is because you're not going to do that to me on my own record, fam. And the crazy part was, Ross actually spit a hot verse. Ross's verse got overshadowed. It's like, all right. Thanks, Ricky. Rosé. His verse was hot, but it was like, Hope, Hope is here. Nah, I'm not even releasing a track list letting niggas know who was on it. I'm putting that joint at the end of the album because niggas ain't going to just listen to this song and skip through the rest of the album. Go crazy. Nope. I saw, I'm putting it on the last track. I saw uh, Meek Mill on The Breakfast Club just now. He was talking about this song and he said um, Hove was the last to submit his verse. And, of course. And he had to go back in and he tweaked a few things but it's, it still don't stand toe-to-toe with what Jay-Z was saying. But he did have to go back because he was like Damn, like Jay really bought it on, like he really bought it on him. Like, but yeah, it wasn't no contest. If I'm Meek, I'm yelling at Guru for playing me the verse. I'm yelling at my management team <laughs> for even reaching out to him for the verse. And he said he always wanted a Jay Z verse. Mm-hmm. You got it. Now you got it, homeboy. Homes. Not like that. You you know, like some people you expect verses from, like. When when you get a when you ask Drake for a verse, and it's it's funny how we're doing the Drake and Meek thing because I feel like Drake gave Meek a really 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 weak verse, really trash, really trash. And Jay was like, "Oh, you wanted a verse, all right? Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. I'll give you verse, all right. It, it it doesn't surprise me that Jay was the last person to submit that verse. Him and Ross sound like they both wrote that last week." Mm-hmm. To let you know that it was fresh cook up, it wasn't something mm-hmm. that they was. But what's it? I don't know why we're on this verse. No, I know why. Because it's fucking verse of the year. You're right. You're goddamn right. Verse <laughs> of the year. I would actually give it verse of the year as well. I would give it verse of the year. From a, from a perspective of somebody who doesn't even listen to, like, if someone didn't listen to Jay prior to, like, let's say they're a Blueprint 3 and on Jay-Z fan. Like, you're used to him saying, oh, it's one take hold, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. For him to stop himself in the middle of a verse meant, for me as a fan, oh, this nigga was about to go completely left. Yeah. He should have kept going. I don't know he if we would have been able to handle the, the way he was. 
you know, like you about to you, you like if you going off on somebody and some like you have to stop yourself because you know what you get ready to say next mm-hmm. is the big joker. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think he was talking to when he was when the my spot? Come on, man. Who do you think he, that was to? I don't know. I don't know. My house like a resort. I'm looking at the word. My house yeah. bigger than yours. My house bigger than yours. My, my spot. Sp- come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, he's talking that big boy talk. <laughs> what are you gonna say? His wife is pretty and she got money. And she got talent. Nigga said I don't got a billion things, but I got a billion dollars, my nigga. You think he got a billion dollars? Yes, I you heard what he ran into in the beginning? Yeah. Ace of Spade? Yeah. Title? Duke. Rock Nation? You say? Do say? Yeah. You got it. That's crazy. That's crazy. You got it. Oh, man. All right. So enough of the Meek talk. Um, Meek said he's out on bail. I did not know this. He's out on bail, and they can call him at any moment and say the judge has made a decision, and based on the judge's decision, he can go right back to jail. How crazy is that? I didn't know he was out on bail either. I didn't know. I thought he was just like they, you know, like some influences got into to the 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 justice system and he broke free and that was it. Now he's on this little reformation type trail and he's trying to be an activist and but nah. That nigga ain't free. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's, that's probably why he's on this uh the kick that he's on in terms of jail reform. It's because that's, I thought he was through it and was just doing, but he's actively still in it. Yeah, okay. he's actively still in it. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Kareem Hunt. And um, hold on, before you do that, if you black athletes don't stay away from these white women, <laughs> get me sick. Girl, you white women at that, like little girls, like, come on. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. um, I don't want to talk too much about the situation because our listeners might be surprised on our take. But I heard a lot of people saying, mostly women, that um, he doesn't deserve a second chance. Like in the NFL. For those that don't know Kareem Hunt running back for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, he got released by the team because video surfaced of an incident that took place in February where he pushed someone into a white female and then walked over to her and kicked her in the back or like on the side of something. There were no charges, apparently. Um, the Chiefs knew about, the Chiefs and the NFL knew about the situation. They knew that a video existed because it took place in the hotel but no one saw the video, but TMZ apparently is always the ones getting these videos. Um, TMZ released the video Friday, and the Chiefs released him Friday. He's now on the commissioner's exempt list, which means he cannot play in the football, in the National Football League, at least for this season. Um, So does he deserve a second chance? What do you think about that? Women saying that he doesn't deserve a second chance for pushing a man into this girl making her fall, and then going over to her and kicking her. It didn't look like a bad kick, 
Nigga, you seen a Snoop kicking baby boy? Yeah. Into a little fork? Yeah. That's what that looked like. It looked. Yeah. I'm like, uh, all right. Disclaimer for all the female fans that are listening: If you take any part of this in terms of me saying uh, hitting women is okay, you're obviously listening wrong or with wrong ears. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. It didn't look like he, Leonidas 300, kicked her in the back right. and she went flying. It was like a little, a little, you know, I kick ball. You try to like keep it in play, but yeah, you don't want to get too hard. Just a little tap, tap. Just a little tap, tap. I think um, because of the climate and how hot topic that, that um, situation is in general, of course, people want to be like, oh, he doesn't deserve a second chance, blah, 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 blah. If it was Ray Rice, if you, those that don't know, Ray Rice actually TKO knocked his wife out in an elevator. That's heinous, and yeah, both of them are disgusting acts, but it wasn't that. Not by a long shot. Um, and if the reports are correct that she antagonized him, granted, you shouldn't be pushed to a point where you have to put your hand on a female. Um, the guy deserves a second chance. Let's, let's, come on. Yeah, because, and Shannon Sharp made a good point. So it's like, all right, he's an NFL player, so he's held to a, a, a certain standard. Okay, what about like police officers and doctors and lawyers who, find themselves involved in domestic violence situations do like should they get their medical license stripped from them and not be able to serve you know like be uh, be a doctor or should uh, a lawyer have um his law license stripped away from him and not be able to practice law like at what point do we is it just for for nfl players and, and sports athletes and you know people that are visible or is this across the board for men? And what about the women who beat them? Beat their men? Like, is it the, the same for them? The part that's crazy with everything is the Redskins signed somebody who has a history of domestic violence. Yep. A history. Like, let, let's let's not let's not turn our back to one situation or make it like ostracized to make it look worse than something else. He has a history, and he's on a team. Yeah, I don't think the NFL cares too much about, like, once he gets off that commissioner's list, there's going to be a bunch of teams scrambling to get him. I, I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt do about you, that. I'll do you one better. Ben Roethlisberger raped Rape, like someone. that nigga raped somebody. White privilege, bro. Like, that nigga raped somebody. So like, what are we, what are we talking about here? Like he raped somebody, and he's starting. starting. Colin Kaepernick kneeled, and he's blackballed. It's the the it's it's ridiculous at this point. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Do you think there, I, do you think there is an offense though that's unforgivable? Like if you do this, no, you shouldn't be allowed to play in the NFL again. Or if you do this. Um, no, you shouldn't be allowed to practice law or practice medicine again. Besides murder, of course, because then, you know. I feel like domestic violence definitely should be the thing that makes people say, all right, um, I'm not going to be the person that says 
it depends on how often it happens. No. Like, it, it, it's going to sound weird to say depending on the offense, but that's where I'm sort of kind of going. Ray Rice, yeah, you don't deserve to play again. Kareem Hunt, all right. I see where you're at fault. You were wrong. Um, that doesn't it, – it's not the same to me. It's not – I can't put that on the same level as Ray Rice situation. Right. I, I, but you do need um, to be reprimanded for it, period. Mm-hmm. Um, to make it light for two seconds, I saw a bunch of memes that were saying – um, how, how did this happen? Like now, in the in the playoff hunt, and then it was like pictures of Bill Belichick sipping tea or looking the other way on the phones. Like, how did TMZ <laughs> get the video? <laughs> because it it is weird, eerily weird that it came out the now. The timing is happens, a little bit weird. Like the incident took place in February. Is, that's almost a year. Like we're in December. That's two months away from being a year. The the timing is a little odd. The Chiefs probably thought this it was gonna blow over because it hadn't come up, and here come TMZ. These niggas, I don't know if they got like Illuminati access. I don't know or something, what but... kind of pull TMZ have, but they be getting everything, everything. Har- Harvey sold his soul in the past life because this nigga <laughs> unscathed. <laughs> they be reporting on everything first. Everything. But yeah, it, it, like I think it, it, it's based off of the offense. You should be reprimanded regardless of what it is. But just like there's tears in in crimes, there's misdemeanors, felonies, and all that other stuff. Like you don't get the same penalty for a misdemeanor as you do for a felony. True. That was a good analogy. Pat yourself on the back. That was off the top. That was off the top. That was off. All first, first, but yeah, it should, it should be, it should be on that scale where it's like, okay, well, how do we classify this? Where do we on on this chart? Where do we uh, where do we put the offense, and what's the punishment for the offense? Yeah, I think uh, Goodell and all the people, all the suits, the owners, they need to come together and have that conversation because, yeah, if. If you're saying, in one instance, someone who has a history of doing it can still play, someone who rapes can still play, but <laughs> someone in this position, like, it's it, that's it, it's over. Yeah. You're not, you're, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little asinine. Um, Where do you stand on the, him playing again? I I think he should. It wasn't it wasn't that violent to me. Um and he's paying for it now. Like he got cut so he's not getting checks. So yeah. like he's paying for it now and um there were no criminal charges of you know press or anything like that. So the only way that's the other thing, there were no charges, yeah, there was no charges. So the only other way he can pay for this is by losing money, which he is. Um, he's apologized for it, 
he didn't even know the girl, which is even worse. Like you had this girl in in your hotel room, like with your career at risk, and then you're gonna put yourself in a situation where you can become a criminal. I don't even know what happened. People were saying that she was calling him a nigga or something, and he just blew up. But like <clears throat> you're gonna you're gonna risk your livelihood over some little nineteen year old white girl you don't even know. So like that was stupid on his part, but. He said that he doesn't know her, so he won't, he wouldn't even know how to like get in contact with her to personally um apologize to her and try to explain himself. But he's paying for it now financially, and um that's a debt pay. Like when you pay your debts to society, when you go to jail and you come back and then you, you know, have a chance at redemption, it's the same thing. There's no criminal charges, so he can't go to prison or jail or anything like that. So he's paying for it um financially and We'll see what happens next season if he gets on the team. And if he doesn't, he'll continue to pay for it. So I think that uh, the debt is paid. Um, he's apologized. It really wasn't that violent to begin with. It wasn't that serious to me to begin with. Um, and I know that may come as, as a surprise to some people, uh, female to female perspective. But it wasn't it wasn't that serious to me. And... Um, she obviously didn't feel in danger because she was like standing, basically just like standing there barking at him and people had to restrain him. And of course he's a football player, so it wasn't that easy to restrain him, but it wasn't like she was trying to run away or something like that or get away or run for her life. She was standing there yelling at the nigga. So uh, like, I'm, I'm only a father to one, one little boy, but if I can for two seconds, Every young man that listens to this, PJ, Kayim, um, anybody that's any black young male, if y'all don't please, 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 Evan, even when y'all grow up, please be aware of your surroundings, who you have around you, and know the position that you're putting yourself in. It's crazy. It's crazy that you can do something as innocent as Oh, let's invite them over for a party. As a black male, that could go look at anyway. Yes, look at look at how that scenario plays out. Yep. Something happens, they scream, rape or whatever have you. Now what happens yep. if it, false false accusations are real? Yep. Stigmas on black men are real, and society is not in your corner not in regards to this at all. You're guilty automatically. Yep. Please, 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 please be careful. When you at parties, whatever have you, like I joke I joked around and said don't even talk to females unless it's through email. But like you gotta y'all gotta be smart and dealing with people, not just women, people. Yep. Yep. I told my nephew he's staying in Jersey, Andrew. Um and he's going to school with a bunch of, you know, white kids and a lot of his friends now are white and they invite him over to their house. And I'm like, yo, when they invite you to their house, don't leave their side. Don't. Because don't. they'll Mm-mm. accuse you of, oh, Andrew stole this or Andrew did this. No. Stay right there. Wherever they go, you follow them. Don't divert nowhere. If a girl is there, don't find yourself alone with that girl because she'll say anything yeah. and your life yeah. is over. 
Yeah. And especially right there, whoever's house it is, sit right in that person's view at all times. Mind your business. I, Andrew's into basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Andrew, as a black athlete, I'll tell you this on top of what your aunt has just told you. Um, be careful because they will throw themselves at you because you're an athlete. Yeah. Be careful. Because just as easy as they throw themselves at you, they will easily right turn on you. Bus. Easily turn on you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Stay in sight. Uh yeah, stay in sight. If you could FaceTime somebody while you oh nah, hey, what's up, Ma? I'm at Song Zone's house, you see, and show the room. Yep. So that they you it's crazy that you gotta go to these measures to protect yourself, but hey, yeah, yeah, I made it so and so's house yes. here. It's me, so and so, blah 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 blah. Call out names on that FaceTime. Something as innocent as just a house visit, hanging out with your, you know, your your friends and their friends, and then it just somebody's life is in, in jeopardy now. Somebody's arrested, somebody's screaming rape, and it's just it's just too much. It's too much. The extremes you have to go through to protect yourself, especially as a black male. It's sickening. Yeah. It's sickening. Yeah. Like, it, the verse makes more sense in the conversation that we're having now because it, it, it's, it's, it's legit sickening. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we didn't mean to take it there, folks. Uh, that was a little dark and deep. Um, check, check you up, uh Producer for the day. Producer for the day. EP for the day. Do you think? Address me as such. Here we go. Give niggas an inch. I mean, you know. Give niggas an inch. That's what we do. That's what women do. Give us an inch and we'll take it. I want to talk about the software agreement thing. Yes. Yeah, we touched on it last week. We don't got to, it's not going to take long because we're not techies and or in, and or lawyers, so we don't really know the the technical lingo behind all of this stuff. I watch enough law and order to be considered a paralegal. Okay. This <laughs> <laughs> <It's> nigga. <laughs> <coughs> um, so, what do you think about these things that they call click wraps? That basically, unless you say I agree or I. Submit to these terms, or you know, I accept these terms, which most of the time, like ten to fifteen pages of legal mumbo jumbo that the ordinary Joe Schmo does not understand, <coughs> and you have to click, you have to click accept or agree, or you're not privy to the software or the application that you're trying to download. Is this One. is this tech slavery? I hate it because you're right. If it, if the agree thing is grayed out, now you're forcing me to either scroll to where it says, like scroll all the way down to the bottom so that it says agree, but to you it looks like I've read the terms and conditions. No, right. I haven't. I remember when um, it might have been when I was with Verizon. I went to um, I went to the store and was talking to them about um, insurance to get my phone replaced. And the associate told me clear as day, he was like, well, 
it was in the terms and conditions. And the reason why they put it in such fine print and they give it so heavy is because they know people aren't going to read it. They're just going to skip through, agree, and keep on going. But essentially, the terms and conditions um, said something where I couldn't get my phone in place for... It may have been accidental damage at the time before they started um, including those into the plans um, that that it wasn't covered and that would have to be full price of the phone. And I'm bugging out on him and he was schooling me like, no, it was there. Like it legit was there. But because you probably didn't read the terms and conditions, nobody does. He he wasn't saying it to like clown me. He was saying it to be like, they do it for a reason. They make it so lengthy that people don't read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they trap you in these things. They collect your data, all these electronic signatures, and they can use it however way they want to. It's all in there. Data is the currency. And that's where I was where I was going last week when you brought it up and said the conversation was going to be like crazy. Data is the currency. These companies know if they can have, if you have a very social life, and a lot of followings and viewers on all these social platforms, they know, companies know, okay, well, if I can get him to sign into my app via Facebook or via Google, whatever have you, I I can tell from his contacts and the people that he's in contact with how much influence they have. So what do they do? They use it as currency. Oh, this person give me X amount of followers? Oh, okay, I'm gonna pull, as soon as they accept these terms and conditions, I'm going to shoot these sponsor links, all this stuff to their pe- to their page because your viewers or your friends or whoever, they're they're the ones that get after. They don't care nothing about you. Give them access to your account. They know now. I have access to their influence, however great that is. So my question is, where's the legislation on this? Because this has to be illegal on some some sort of level. Well, that's why. That's why Facebook got in trouble for um, sharing people's information because mm-hmm. one, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I think the, the the one limitation to it is, yeah, they can give you access to their stuff, but you can't sell their information to other people. Right. Right. This is so crazy. Yeah. This this the world of technology. I don't know if um, listeners may recall, but there was a time. Um, it was a criminal case, and the FBI wanted Apple um, to open that guy's phone, and they would not do it. Yeah, yeah. They would not do it because it was a oh no, that's that we have an agreement with our customers that we that like their privacy is mm-hmm. key to us. Mm-hmm. Like we're big on protecting them, and that alone made me be like, all right, that's that's admirable for a company as big as Apple is to be like nah I'm not find another way you watch Empire I watch Empire clips (laughs) 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 I I watch clips alright so basically on Empire there's this, this Silicon Valley type techie guy who is now running Empire and the scandalous thing that he's doing now is um, selling the user profiles for the people that signed up for the streaming services at Empire. He's selling that to the government. Do you think that really happens in real life? 
I don't think they sell it to the government. I think they sell it to um to different Other companies. Money makers. Other big 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 box people. Let's put it in perspective. Uh Moises in Brooklyn has eighty thousand followers and five hundred thousand tweets or whatever have you. Uh your your one tweet can possibly get twelve re twelve thousand retweets and like fifteen hundred likes. They notice that and of course they're gonna look more heavily or see how they can lean more heavily on you than let's say <clears throat> A Hollywood who may have twenty followers. Um, These numbers are very accurate, by the way. No, they're not. No, they're not. Do your research. <laughs> the only reason why I used us is because I didn't want to use anybody else, <laughs> and I knew we can handle the jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're more likely to see or feed stuff through your Twitter feed than they would mine because you're influence. Yeah, who you can reach. Blame. Uh, I'm not gonna say the Kardashian effect, but these all these niggas got millions of followers, and they sell out of everything that they promote. They they everything that they have is always like cash. Chris knows what she's doing. She's not smart. She made a deal with the devil a long time ago, and they're in a great place. She just but, definitely sold her soul in another lifetime. Bruce was a casualty of war. She didn't care anyway. <laughs> 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 companies know that if you put a Kardashian name or face to a product, it's gonna skyrocket off the shelf. Period. Yeah. <clears throat> They're just in a position where they can negotiate a bigger payout than we can as the little people down here. Right. It's all about influence. That's really what it is. So these social agreements that they have you sign, um, if you can't use software unless you accept it, a lot of it may say, oh, yeah, we have access to your photos. We have access to blah, 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 blah. People may say, oh, well, I don't know how they got all this information from me and blah, 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 blah. Nigga, you gave it to them. Yo, those those emoji keyboards? And yeah. In order to download those emoji keyboards, you have to agree that these people, the company, whatever company that you're trying to use, have access to everything that you type on your phone from the present, the past, and the future, including credit card information, address, social security number, whatever you type on your phone since having that phone. And in the future, that company will collect that. I was so pissed off because I wanted like the the Kimojis and they have like a bunch of sports packs. I'm like, oh, this is super cool. Like I can I can have fun <clears> with this. But I'm like, wait, what? Everything like I've typed like, mm, I think I'll pass on that one. Like I'll I'll be sucking into the other ones like these iOS software updates that I ain't got no choice but to say I accept terms and some other stuff like you know credit card apps and things like that, the bank apps. But that, those emoji pack things, that's... Mm-mm. It's funny you say that because I, every time I... Same. I saw those <clears throat> sport joints and I was like, oh, this would be dope. And then I read this stuff, I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm all right. Yeah, I was like, oh, nah. I'm all right. That ain't that serious. I could figure something else out. I used to, I used to make fun of people that used to say, oh, I don't do no online banking or none of my life. I used to make fun of people like that. I'm like, come up with the times. And now I'm like, 
Y'all niggas may be on to yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been on to something. But then it's so convenient. So it's like, uh. Like, do you want to call I, up your bank on the phone and be like, transfer this from my savings to my check? Or you just want to sign in your app that'll take five seconds, literally, when you push your finger on it and you just transfer the money from that? Like, or you want to sit waiting for a call to go through to India because that's where all the Chase people at now. Sit and wait five minutes to do that, or you just want to take 60 seconds and do it through the app. So I I for one I don't want to speak to automated system because you're not going. I'm sorry, we didn't understand. What, nigga, just give yeah. me an operator. I don't <laughs> can't be no noises in the background. Like you got to remember to put the phone on mute. It's, like, it's too much. It's too Yo, much. I am a hypocrite because I do all 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 of my online banking stuff, but I do now see why people didn't want to do that. Yeah. Totally. Like, I'm also one of those people, like, if I call into my bank and you like, well, yeah, we need to verify you by your social security. Nah, I'm not doing it that way. We need to find another way. We need to find another way. (laughs) Do they go for that? Because that would be a flag to me. If somebody's calling about some information and they can't verify the social, I'm like, "Mm, maybe you're not said person. Yeah, I, I um, I choose to verify the account number when they ask me. Oh, like if I call into Chase and I get somebody, mm-hmm. um, they'll ask me to verify my social. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll verify the account number, but I'm I'm just weird with giving my social security number out on any platform. Yeah, because I don't know how it could be yeah. misconstrued or stolen or anything. And that's the other thing to this whole uh, social agreement stuff is that. All these companies are susceptible to theft. Like, how many people that didn't need to be stolen was it Target one year? Yep. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. There, there really isn't much. There isn't much protection for us, the consumer. But, like you're saying, all the legal jargon protects whoever the company is that gives you the agreement. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Spotify. Um. <laughs> not Spotify. I'm sorry. Um, SoundCloud recently just put out something. I think we we lightly glanced over it, but they pretty much said, "Yeah, artists, hey, you can still post your songs for free, but just know, we as a uh, SoundCloud, we're gonna act as your manager, your agent. We're taking all your publishing. We're taking your masters. We're taking a percentage of blah blah blah." And these terms can change whenever we want. Like, yeah, yeah, that's basically like how we record our podcast. Yeah, they're they're saying that they own every one of our episodes and can use it as however they see. And if For they now. Have, and if they want to change their minds about something, they can do that on top of your previously agreed to terms. You don't even have to agree to the new terms. They'll just tack it, tack it on however they seem like they want to. That's, that's, that's I, I'm, I mean, I don't <clears throat> even know how to, like, where do you begin with that? It, it's crazy because when I saw those terms and conditions, I was like, okay, I see what y'all, yeah, I see where y'all going and what y'all going after. And I said to you, and I'll say, 
here, we'll be long gone before uh, that happens. Hey, anchor listeners. <laughs> I'm, I'm waving. You can't see me, but I'm waving. <laughs> Boy. Raping New Records. Raping New Records didn't just come out. <laughs> Raping New Records been out for a long time. Yeah, that SoundCloud thing, that's crazy. Fam. That's- yeah, you can post your music for free, but just know we have 100% rights to it. We're now your manager. We're now your agent. And we can change the terms of your payout whenever we see fit. Huh? Huh? How? How? It, it, it's not something I made. It's, I, I've read that on SoundCloud article a mi- not a million times. I hate when people say I read something a million times. I read it a lot. <laughs> and that's a legit article that came out from SoundCloud about their new plans that they're rolling out for artists. That's crazy. But remember, <clears throat> we laughed at R. Kelly <laughs> for not having his paperwork read, but pe- these companies have been doing this for a long time where they yeah. pretty much... Yeah, and then just think about like the 18-year-old who's just like excited to rap or like, you know, put a beat together and just, you know, him and his boys just throw something on SoundCloud and it catch. Jay said, I know companies that'll steal your song and then try to sign you to a 360 deal. Like That's, that's so crazy. Lawyer up, man. Let people, as opposed the new artists, young artists, don't sign your name or anything. Let your lawyer read through everything. Like, even for me, like, if it's a contract or something that I have to sign and it's paperwork, I'll take my time and read through it. I don't care where I am. <laughs> like, because I, I need to know what I'm signing. I need to know what I'm signing. <laughs> Are you one of those that just be in a doctor's office and you read that whole HIPAA thing? Absolutely. Oh, man. You know why? Because I have an issue with hospitals in general. Uh, I'm not going to get into my... No, go ahead. Get into it. I want to hear this. For one, and Boomer posted this today, and why y'all, how y'all raise all this money for cancer research and still we haven't had any breakthroughs? Oh, yeah. Where's the money going? That Red Cross uh, is a scam. I, I'm always under the belief, and this is just me the money is not in the healing, the money is in the therapy. <clears throat> if we can get you, money's not in getting you completely healed, because if that's the case, we don't get any more money from you. But if we can bleed you for treatments and all this other stuff, it's almost a, a, a dependency thing now. Oh, mm-hmm. you need you need this, mm-hmm. but you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You don't have insurance. Oh, we're going to give you the bare minimum. Uh, you need this kind of surgeon. You don't have insurance. Oh, we'll give you the guy that does uh, that takes Medicaid, who may not be the best in the field. Yeah. Yeah, the business of the, the healthcare industry, that's some really sick shiznai. Like, no pun intended, but that's some, like, you've got to be heartless and a cold, callous. Like, whoever put those policies and those laws in place <clears throat> to where poor people can't get decent, 
like medical coverage or a decent doctor just because they're poor? Like what kind of like what kind of person are you that to where it's all about money? Like I understand we're in a capitalist system, but my God. And you still make them pay. You know they're poor and they can't they yeah, can't afford the doctor. Like, it's crazy. It that yeah, the healthcare industry in America, I would say, because it ain't everywhere. <clears throat> it's only here. When you- I remember my pops used to buy um used to buy supplements from uh I'm not gonna scared to say his name. He used to buy them from Womack. Mm-hmm. And they were crazily overpriced because then what he started doing was going online and seeing if he could get them cheaper. Mm-hmm. The same supplements would be like sixty dollars cheaper online than what Womack was charging. Yep. And it's like, fam, you know I need you know I need this, right? No, I'm not, you I'm not... know like the person needs this. He drives a Tesla, by the way. Um This is not recreational. Yeah. You know I need it. Yeah, like why are you trying to make money off my sickness? Like that much money. Fam, sixty dollar markup? Yeah, like that's come on. On stuff you know I need? Yeah. That's that's just that's just vile and inhumane to me. I don't I don't get that at all. I don't get that at all. So yeah, I do stand there and sign and read and make sure you know because you niggas ain't gonna get me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate going to the doctor as it is. So when I do go Except yeah, for the one every... time where you went to your to your primary care physician for a, a stomach ache. I had C. diff, and if you look up C. diff, C. diff can kill people. Um, so can a common me. cold. So shock can, me. So can the flu. But, you know, but let me tell you no, something. Nobody's really uh, running to their PCP for a common cold. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm mad I ran to my PCP because I looked at a bill the other day, and what I was supposed to pay versus what I paid, I'm like, nigga, how? <laughs> Fam, I, 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 I'll see if it was a hospital visit, if I was in an ER, granted. Nigga, I went in for an office visit. Why did my bill, why, why, why do I have a $2,000 bill that insurance covered 90% of and now I only got to pay $50? Fam, I saw that. I'm like, granted, I only got to pay $50, but why did, I, why did it cost me two grand? What did they do? Did he draw blood? Yeah, I had yeah, blood That work. is expensive. I don't know why. But blood drawn is expensive for whatever reason. It probably, you know, because it's healthcare and they're trying to just, you know, bank off of every little thing that they can. $2,000 But yo, blood? do you pay medical bills? Fam, we ain't going to talk about that. Yeah, okay. Y'all yeah, yeah, have two kids. So yeah, you've gone through two pregnancies. I've gone through three. Yeah, yeah, but one of them was Evan. I talked about it last week. Evan was born four months premature. And he was in a NICU for five months. Let me tell you how much that bill was. Fam. Well, go ahead. Because you want to say something's going to bug me out. And that I'm, bill I'm was a million to... dollars. No, nah, you lying. The bill was a million dollars. Like 999000 something something. Few dollars shy from a million. Fam. Insurance paid 90% of it. Thank you. But that leaves me with the six 
digit your medical bill. Fam. A million bruh. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, y'all put that nigga right back. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't cost me nothing to y'all can put that nigga right back. It didn't cost me nothing to carry him. A mi- fam. Yeah. When they sent me the bill, it was like and one of them, you know, when you get accepted to a college and they send you that long envelope and it's like nah, a bunch of folders man. and papers. And so when they sent me that, I already knew this, but I wasn't expecting that figure. I was expecting a lot. More like three, four. I was expecting. And I got to the end of that paper. I was like, yeah. I ain't say that. I was probably cursed. But yeah, I was like, nigga, y'all could. Sam. Good luck with that. I promise you right now. <laughs> them niggas would be calling during this podcast to try to get their money. Uh, good luck with that, boy. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Listen. Uh, 900,000 fam. Yeah. 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 Nah, see? See? This is why... This is why they, all you niggas on Section 8 that be beating the system, <laughs> contact me in the inbox or the comments. Or Yo, I be rooting for everybody beating the system. Nigga, ain't no way in the world. Everybody is beating the system. I'm rooting for them. Y'all niggas that's on welfare, please, please, please. I remember Pride used to keep people away from signing up for welfare. And Wick, nigga, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. You gonna pay for my groceries, nigga? Yeah. yeah. If y'all can beat them, then go ahead. Go right. Go on and get it. Go. Nigga, if you can beat them, tell us so we can beat them too, goddammit. <laughs> the baby's up! I have an awakened twin. Hi, Eva. Put on a podcast. Say hi. No, you want to say hi? About that. Yeah. But, um, where were we? I don't know. We were talking about these social agreements. Oh, and yeah, yeah. How crooked they are. How it turned into health agreements and yeah, I feel like that. somebody, some congressman, <clears throat> some senator, somebody needs to combat this issue because it's it's a trap, it's a scheme, it's a scam. As long as it makes money for them, we'll never see somebody fighting against it. Yeah, that sucks too. All of our elected officials are about money. They don't care about the issues. They just want the money. I tried really hard not to be this person, but it, it, yeah, unless it benefits them and their pockets, they could tell us. Yeah. I was reading uh, Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, and um, she talked about when Mitch McConnell said that their main priority was to make Barack Obama a one term president. And how it had nothing, like, they didn't care about issues or, you know, the American people and how they were suffering and what could be done to help. It was just, like, 
get this Negro out of office. Nah, go, get this nigga out of office. That's how I said it. Y'all wait. Whatever issues y'all have, that could just wait. Our main objective, you elected us, you know, to make change and, and do some good. But, you know, we're not going to return the favor. We're just going to make sure this, this black guy gets out of the office. Y'all know, they, they were big mad about Barack's first first term. Yeah. They were big mad about big Barack's man. first term. Big man. And I think the, the overall consensus was, yeah, we need to, we're not going to pass anything that he does. We're not going to try, like, help. Right. Like, what? Y'all want us to do what? No. We got something else to do. Next nigga comes in, they do the same exact plans, change the name. Oh, my God. This is wonderful. <laughs> what a second. This is this is groundbreaking. Why did we why didn't somebody else think about this? Right. Crazy. Paul Mooney used to say, because you got the pro- complexion for the protection. That's a gem. That's a gem right there. Paul Mooney is one of those people that did social comedy, but like he in this climate, I would love to hear Paul Mooney stand up. Because the stand up we have now. Uh, if you can't tell, this is Kevin Hart leading Oscar's conversation, then I don't know what you haven't been listening to us long. Why is Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars? Why not? Stop. Nigga. Nigga. Stop. Nigga. Kevin Hart. Who you want, who you want hosting? Come on. Funny. Who you want hosting? I don't watch the Oscars, so I I wouldn't care. All right, so why are you mad? Like, why are you sounding like Mike Epps? Kevin Hart's not funny enough to host the Oscars. If Kevin Hart, I can imagine him saying that. If is Kevin Hart, like he hosted the MTV Awards and that was trash. Well, it's uh, you know, different audience. Give him a chance. Like, give him a chance. I can't wait for y'all niggas to be so done with Kevin Hart. I promise. I cannot wait until y'all hit the realization and y'all cancel him like y'all canceled Kanye. I, I, like... Well, we canceled Kanye for, you know, being a house. Oh, it's it's coming. Don't worry. Kevin Hart gonna have his moment. Okay. And for the same people that, um... To tie this into what we did earlier, how y'all didn't think Kareem should deserve a second chance, but Kevin Hart, y'all embraced after his uh, flaws. Keep that in the forefront of your mind. People that scream so quick for people not to have second chances. Just remember, some of your favorites, y'all politely excused their indiscretions for another chance. That's very true. That's very true. All right, I got a little, I got a little toss up. Something called easier said than done. What's easier said? What's easier done? Here we go. Here's the first one. Forgiving a friend or family member that hurt you, or admitting to your spouse or child you were wrong. I'm gonna say the uh, what's easier said than done. 
the spouse or child thing because it's a pride thing when you're trying to tell your spouse or child you were you were right and doing you wrong. It's like nigga, I ain't, I ain't so quick to be like, yeah, my bad. <clears throat> Do you eat, you think it's easier to tell your spouse you were wrong or like your child? Well, obviously your child is you know your children are very small now. But when Kaden gets like 16 or something and you have a huge disagreement about something and you were clearly the wrong party in it, would you think it would be easier for you to admit to him as a 16-year-old that he that you were wrong or easy to tell Tiff, oh, my bad, I was wrong about that? Both scenarios, it's not easy. Um, one, because if if you're wrong, you know you've been wrong and been doing wrong and sometimes it's just hard to it's it's harder to be like I was wrong versus hey you hurt me I forgive you really yeah for me it's harder to admit a wrong than it is for me to extend the olive branch of forgiveness so you're handing out forgiveness like Oprah was handing out cars. You gotta be quiet. Are we trying to work here? Let her let her cry. Go ahead, baby. Tell her you want to watch Mickey Mouse. I got the bubble guppies on for them. I don't know what she. She don't care nothing about bubble guppies. Um, I'm not handing forgiveness out like Oprah was, but I'm a forgiving person. If that makes sense. Okay. Um. But it's easy. It's harder for me to admit a wrong. I'm just speaking personally. It's harder for me to say, "Oh, my bad." Like, is it because you think you're always right, or it's just pride won't let me show it? Pride. Pride, 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 pride. Is that something you would like to break down, like a wall that you would like to destroy, or is that something you like carry as a badge of honor? I'm actually well. I I have been in therapy about my pride and breaking it down because pride kept me from um like even this being on a podcast sharing so much um I I was a very close person pride wouldn't let me like it was hard for me in relationships to like speak about how I was feeling and what I was like yeah that's pride for me I know for a fact will keep me from saying I was wrong. Hmm. Never knew that. All these years. You learned something. I never knew that. After all all these years. There was a... Matter of fact, there's a... I'll read it to you. Because this describes me to a T. Um, It's a a meme about being an open book. Mm Mm-hmm. And it says, I'm a very private person, yet I am an open book. If you do not ask, I will not tell. That's me. I'm, I'm kind of like that, too. That, that's me, too. Like, vividly, that's me. I'm private, but I'll tell you anything if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, that's an accurate description of, of myself, I, I would say as well. Yeah, I'm not going to volunteer information to you, but if you ask me. Right. Yeah. 
is Tiff the complete opposite? Because email is the complete opposite of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He'll just, like, come yeah. home and offer up everything, like, <laughs> yeah, his whole day, everything. And it's just like, okay, 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 okay. Like, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That That's 100% it. And... <laughs> I don't know about your 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 stance, but that caused some issues with us because it was like, well, nigga, I'm not gonna keep opening up to you if all you're gonna do is yeah, yeah, one word me or not yeah. even like respond. Right, that took a couple of years for us. Yeah, it's not something that happened. You hear me say I was in therapy? <laughs> you hear me say I was in therapy? Are you still in therapy? I am. I haven't been in a while because it's expensive when you don't have insurance uh, to cover it. Yeah. Is that something you're embarrassed about? Like, would you tell your homies, yeah, therapy? I say it in every group chat I have at least once every three months. Because as black people, that's something that has been, like, taboo to us. Yeah. 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 I am a strong, strong, strong. I say all the time, I'm a mental health uh, supporter for real. Because, especially guys, girls... Y'all will call each other like daily or text each other daily and go through like everything that's going on with y'all. Guys don't do that. When like guys will meet up once a month and then if it comes out in conversation because somebody else says it, it's like, oh, I can relate to that because I'm going through the same. Right. We don't have we don't use we don't utilize the outlet of expressing stuff to each other. Yeah. No, it's not something. When I first started, it was something that I didn't want to tell anybody that I was doing because, again, it was like as in black homes, that's not what we do. We don't go to therapy. We don't do, we don't talk to people. Like, it was almost like a, you're, you're trained to bottle right. up your emotions. Right. Deal with it internally or if, you know, you're a religious person, take it to God. Yeah. Yeah. And that, oh. that helps, but, you know, that's not really always the solution. I honestly think um, I think any pastor or preacher should have that outlet, that therapeutic outlet, because if yeah. people are constantly pouring into you their problems, what then is your relief right. to then be like, okay, well... Right, who are you taking your problems to? Yeah, I agree. Um, what would you say is easier said than done? Uh, I would say forgiving as well. I would say forgiving as well. Because I'm not like, like, I don't need a lot of people are, like in my life. <laughs> Just like a few staples. So if you, you know, if you've done something crazy, like I'll forgive you. And then you're marginalized. Yeah, excommunicated. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not carrying that hurt. Because I've released it by forgiving you, but more than likely, depending on who you are, you won't be in my life in that same space. So, um, yeah, I would say forgiving is easy, easy to do. You just said something that's taking me a different place, but would you rather people show up at your wedding or your funeral? My wedding. I think, yeah. But I don't know. It's weird because 
we live in a society that celebrates death more than life. Mm-hmm. So, in that vein, I guess it would be, it would say more, it would speak more to my life, my legacy, by the number of people at my funeral, in terms of the society that we live in. But in reality, I feel like I, people say this all the time, give people people their flowers while they can still smell them, but nobody lives by that. <laughs> like, <laughs> in real life, people don't do that. Like, even, like, even in the church world, and these pastors will have, like, anniversary services and birthday services. There don't be nobody there. But then the, <laughs> but then the funerals are jam-packed. So, like, you know, like this whole code of giving flowers, like nobody does that. People just people wait to the end, the very last end, to you know honor your life or celebrate your life by attending your funeral. To me, I don't see the point of that. Um, I would rather see you celebrate me. If you say you love me and you care about me, I would like to see you celebrate me, not wait till I'm you know lying in front of the church. That's a, uh, you know, you, you're taking me a different place, and I'm glad. I'm glad we can do this up here where conversations just, just jump into other conversations that aren't even planned. But that's that's so accurate. Like they'll do birthday celebrations, and you'll barely get people to support. Mm-hmm. The moment somebody dies, you can't like the actual members can't get seats yeah. in the church. Yeah, it's, it's I don't. I don't know where we got to that point as a, I don't know if that's an American thing. I don't know if that's a black people thing. I I don't know. I don't know if that's a human thing. Like that just across the, the world, people do that. I don't know, but that's weird to me. It's weird. I, I just had to, um, I just had to Sean Carter myself because I was getting ready to go someplace and I don't know if this conversation. Go ahead. Take it there. Go there. Mm-mm. Go there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Go. This is, this, this is my come on. This is my come on, come on, man moment. <laughs> come on, bro. You about to PC this, yourself? Yeah, yeah. This is my. Because <clears throat> if I say it, it's gonna open up doors and windows. All right. Since you push me. That was the that was the instance for uh, Bishop Archbishop. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to. Oh, this hits! This is hitting me hard. Mm-hmm. And then two months later. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just. You know what's funny about that whole thing? And this is probably just stupid black people but people like to go people like to react before anything nobody sits down and take the time to actually think things through but they see something on social media and their first reaction is to just boom 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 boom, go 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 off just based off emotions no rationale no knowledge of nothing and just go and then once it's out there it's out there. 
You know how many people I've had apologizing since that whole thing? I'm sure there's still... So it's like, it's okay, I get it. But you don't have to react to everything you don't understand. And that's pretty much uh, something big that I've learned in 2018. Like, not everything is for your understanding, but not everything is for your opinion either. I, I, I'm a, I tell Tiffany all the time, don't ever make an, an any, don't ever make any actions based off of your emotion. Yeah. Because you can't take them back. Once you, back. once you decide to react because of emotion, and that's that's probably part of my problem. I'm too. Let me think about this. Yeah, and me not too. Me too. I'm the same in way. The emotion. And then we talked about it with Kareem Hunt. Something happened, and he had an emotional reaction. And now look. So it's the the easiest thing to do is to probably just react of your emotion, but that's not always the right thing to do. Is that always the rational thing to do? Because then you have to come back months later and and inbox me an apology, and you know, it's just you. It could have been avoided by just staying out of it. it had nothing to do with you, fam. And this like for two nights, two no, nights, the whole weekend, the whole weekend. It's like really. But yeah, everybody, you know, you, you eat your humble pie and you come back. I forgive you, but you're done. Like, you're done. But that was a big lesson for me in 2018 to, you know, not not react off of uh, off of everything, especially things you don't understand, especially things that don't have anything to do with you. Why are you mad? <laughs> Why are you mad? Honestly, like, just sit down and think about why is this making me mad? Because you're not you're not going to be a part of the solution, quote unquote, whatever you think the solution should be. You're not going to be a part of it. It's easier, like you said, it's easier for me to, and I hate this space of, it's easier for me to uh, jump on my platform and give my opinion without being close to it. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's easy for me to give my opinion and rant and rave when I'm not close to it. When I don't seek and when I don't ask for information, it's easy for me to tell you how I feel versus mm-hmm. me getting the right information and either reacting, not reacting letting it pass or like it's easier for me to just quick 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 i can go on live and i can tell you how i'm feeling off of something in the moment right it's not as easy for me like you said with easier said than done it's not as easy for me to go on live and be like yo my bad y'all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was i was a hundred percent wrong in this instance. This is a dope podcast we got here. How stuff just ties in automatically. <laughs> Everything tying in. Yeah, man. 
This might be up there in in, in my in my tops. Definitely. I haven't even listened to it, but I can I can I feel like this is up there in my top. In a twin degree. Uh, the, the twins are trying to ruin it. They're not. One saying mommy, the other one screaming. Why are you not showing them attention? I can't. Not right now. Mommy's busy. Nabbit. Mommy is super busy. I think I had a couple more, but you know, we'll get out. We've been over well over our usual time slot. I ain't mad about it. Um, Y'all got a problem with it? Too bad. Too bad. Y'all lucky we don't give y'all two hour podcasts because it can happen. Right. We just don't do it. Like your boy Mouse. That, yeah, he gets three hour podcasts. That nigga. So. He gets three hour podcasts. <clears throat> We're going to talk about that complex uh, album of the year list, too. Next week, Quan Williams, you're not running again. Soundcheck. I am summoning you. To this podcast next week. Join us. I want to hear it. We got to chop it up on the music end. Yeah. It's been long over. We're not doing a year. We're not doing a year in review, but I want to do just a music show podcast and it's going to be next week. So whatever you got to move around. Do it now, nigga. Whatever you got to move around. I'm letting you know we are locking it in next week. You're going to be up here. Facts. Factoids, super facts. facts. I started down a uh, escape at Don Mur. Did you like it? I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I don't. I do not know how I feel about it. Uh, that could be a good thing. Um, I've caught up on billions. Yay! I do not know Nigga. how I feel about it. Last season, the billions was dope. The last season was dope, but I'm I'm getting into my own personal issues, and I had, I have, a very very big problem with billions having these hedge fund people. Not one, not one of them are black. I said that to Tiffany. I'm like, yeah. And that and that's what my beef was. The storyline is great, but my beef was not one of these people could be black. Like, it's probably. An, I'm not really in a hedge fund space. I don't really know a lot of like investors, investment bankers, things like that, but that's probably an accurate replication. I'm probably willing to bet. But there are some. I'm There's not gotta saying you got to have some a... here and there. And that's my only beef. And when I saw, when I when I said that the um Tiff, my other beef was, well, how come Axe couldn't couldn't have been a black guy? That and I hate that, that I have to be really, that, that person. That ain't really how it is. Google it. Don't no black guy own a major hedge hedge fund market like. But this is what I'm but, saying. Okay, if so it's, are you if one of those TV. people? Are you one of those people who want to see people of color, minorities, females portrayed in Hollywood in a way that's not really realistic in the real world? I just want to see them portrayed. I don't care. Like I, I just want to see. I, I want us to have a presence. That's all so I that care black about. Yeah, that the you know the girl that works, she that ain't enough for you. No, and you know why it's not enough? Because axes worth how much? But that's really how it be, though. 
I understand, so and that's what I'm saying. Like if it's TV, it. you don't really like the. I'm asking you this because I was watching a Jonah Hill interview. He has this movie. I've been meaning to watch it. Um, and they're having a blast. They are having a blast, and it's all right. So he mentions it's about him growing up in the in the, 90, the early nineties or something like that, and one of the scenes, um, one of the boys used the word faggot. Mm. So he wanted to take it out, you know, because of the whole LGBTQI, whatever, whatever, sensitivity. And um, he was talking to about one of his friends who happens to be a homosexual. And he's like, okay, but in that time, would you? No. Like, we would have said, okay, well, then you have to put that in the movie. That's so dope on so many levels because I can respect that. If you're telling me in that time frame, that's what you would have said, don't change it because of the climate. That's my point. No, I I respect that. Okay, there may not be. If you're telling me there's not one, not one black hedge fund person like I'm okay with that <laughs> I, I'm not saying there's a million of them I'm not saying like there's so many of them that we're like oh look at this black hedge fund person but if you're telling me there's not one I'm not asking for the whole cast to be all black I'm not asking for a Tyler Perry cast I'm just saying give me one hedge fund person that, that, that my only beef was just one I, I don't need a whole room one would have been sufficient for me, but it, it just bothered me watching it and not seeing one black person in that position. Because there are. That's the part that there are black people that are of that ilk and that wallet. We may not know them, but they're there. Yeah. I get that, it. That's not... They're there. I just want one. I'm not asking... You don't got to rewrite the show and have everybody... But No. Because if I would have saw one person at the dinner, I would have been like, oh, okay. Cool. But you get that doofy nigga that played in um, Scooby-Doo, if he can be at the table, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> All right, so you mad at the lack of minority influence in it. Okay. And Maybe if I get past that, I can like no, I can't get past it. The story is good. Period. Story's good. I'll say that. That was just my only beef was we could have had one person like out of just the DA representation. Okay. And I feel like that's a cheat code because that's Felicia Rashad's daughter. So like, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Um, all right, my whatever. That's my that's my only issue. But that, that's that's my cross to bear, nobody else's. <laughs> all right, you got anything else? Any other um podcasts, <laughs> YouTube channels, albums? No, 
I don't have a YouTube channel, but I, I will end this in the uh, old man get off my lawn. Uh, that kid he makes twenty million dollars a year. YouTube little nigga. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 just pissed me. <laughs> I was standing there watching that. What's your life like? Like, what my life like? Fam. Fam. I just I was mad at myself for not really taping like candid moments with Caden when he's like funny funny because that nigga's hilarious I get mad at myself for not taping those but when I see stuff like that I'm like all right, now I gotta record this nigga all the time just so like (laughs) exploiting his funny so y'all feel it all you doing is opening gifts and you getting 20 mil a year yeah I'm in the wrong business Clearly, doing something wrong. I'm in the wrong. At seven years old, something wrong. I don't want to talk about it no more because I'm gonna just start crying. Yeah, yeah. That that that. You said YouTube, and that's what. Yeah. So I don't got a show for you. I just got some old man get off my lawn. That was it. (laughs) Oh man, I just crushed my whole everything. Oh. All right, I ain't got nothing new. All right, well, there it is. Uh, it's All the shows I'll probably digging around and who will see, see what I can, you know, get on. But yeah, oh, Michelle yeah. Obama's book, like, get on it. Yo, Ladies, your fam, 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 fam. Get on I don't it. know how much Michelle giving you to plug this Give book. Me everything. I don't, I don't know if you on a press two run. Two copy and, and I don't know if you on a press wife, run with her, wife. but it's for your wife. She'll get the audio book. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, get the audio book. She'll listen to it. Audio. Uh, that might be the best thing since sliced bread. For niggas to come out with audio books, I don't have to read through the pages, but I can put it in my <laughs> hand going about my day. Sold. Sold, sold, sold. Yeah, I don't like the audio books. Well, nigga, that's your beef. Your cross. Your cross. <laughs> <laughs> your, like that's your cross. My mind wanders too much for to just, you know, be sitting and listening. And I have to go, like, wait, what she said? I'd rather just look at it, look at the words, read the words, look up a word that I ain't never seen before. You know. Seahawks Vikings for you before we leave Monday. What? Seahawks Vikings. Yeah, just flashed on the screen too. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. They've been on fire lately, and the Vikings haven't really been doing much. So I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. Making a push for the playoffs. I, I, I agree. I don't know what it is about this time of year, but Russ and them, they are yeah. they're clicking. They're clicking on all cylinders. They're clicking. Um, just for the just for the sake of the podcast, we're gonna say Vikings, but in my heart, I feel like the Seahawks are gonna win. But there you go. Okay. You cool go. pick, I guess. <clears throat> Whatever. 
until next week. Oh. There it goes. Fall first verse. <laughs>